So this week's Torah portion First thing it reminds us is that we got to have a day of rest. But not just any day of rest. You know, it's funny, this past week I was on uh, uh, the TV station in Augusta. They asked me to come speak, and it's always a lot of fun. I've known Dorothy, who, is the, uh, who has the station for over 20 years. I was really almost been on it since it began. And uh, I'm probably one of the only people that can actually give her a hard time. You know, normally when you're on, you're supposed to respect, and, and her and I, we just have this great relationship, and we will dig into Scripture, and we were digging into Scripture, and if you can't believe it, she's a pre-tribber. I know it's a shock. And, and I would tell her that I'm a pan-tribber, and she didn't like that. She doesn't like that I'm a pan-tribber. You all know what a pre-tribber is, you know, with, that the rapture will happen before uh, everything happens, the people, everyone will be raptured up. Mid-trib is, you know, halfway through, we get raptured up. Post-trib is after the, everything goes through, we get raptured up. And all three of them will show you in the Scripture, Scripture that proves their point. So how can all three be right? So that's why I came up with the fourth answer, the correct answer. The only one that takes care of all of them. I'm a pan-tribber. It's all going to pan out in the end. Just be ready. <laughs> we pray that the pre-tribbers are right. But if they're not right, we hope that the mid-tribbers are right. So you, can, you know, since the pre-tribbers applaud, if you mid-tribbers want to applaud, you can, right? And the mid-tribbers and the pre-tribbers are right. We hope well, at least the post-tribbers post will be right and we'll get through it, Right? But we know it's going to happen, so just be ready. And that's all that really matters. And we were talking about this, and there was a lady who was volunteering at the station, and she just didn't like how we were going at it. She said, I would have turned that station off if I saw that on TV. Dorothy's daughter says, interrupted her and said, but aren't we supposed to be able to sit down and talk with one another and learn from one another? And then her next response is, when, when, I was on, when I'm on the TV show, they get some of their highest ratings. So it's like, there's a reason why we're doing this. We know what we're doing, right? But what was so interesting was we started talking because she had her ways. And she knew it. So I asked her a quick question. I already knew the answer. So what day is the Sabbath? She said, Sunday. I said, show me that in the Scripture. So you got to be careful. Everything we, you know, one thing that I, I really try to pride myself on, not, not I'm prideful, but it, in other words, what I really go after is, if I'm going to argue a topic, I'm going to back it up with the Word. And if I can't back it up with the Word, it's not going to happen. People don't like arguing with me about Scripture because I don't give them my opinion. I say, this is what the Word says. See, they can argue with you and I all they want. They can't argue with the Word of God. Amen. Neither to say she did not answer my question. But see, God makes it very clear. She said you can have any day. 
How many of y'all heard that one before? This is when you bring them back to the scripture, it says, Moses assembled the whole Israelite community. Who's the Israelite community? These were, no, these were not believers. Who were, remember, that they just came out of Egypt. So these are the Israelites and those righteous Gentiles, right? So he brought the whole community and said to them, These are the things the Lord has commanded you to do. For six days work is to be done. But on the seventh day shall be your what? Holy day, a day of Sabbath rest to the Lord. Whoever does not, whoever does any work on it is to be put to death. Do not light a fire in any of your dwellings on the Sabbath day. <coughs> it's a day of rest. Now does that mean doctors can't go and save someone's life? No, Yeshua made that very clear, right? We're not, that's not, you know, we're talking work that's not life-threatening. We don't leave a, a, an animal hurting in the ditch until the sun sets so you can go save him, right? But what we see here is the importance of what God is calling us to do. He's setting apart a day for us to specifically be with him. That's so important. Then very next thing he does, you want to, I'm in verse, Exodus 6, 35, verse 4. If you want to bring that up on the screen, I'm going to be going through the next couple of verses. Exodus chapter 35, verse 4. Start in verse 4. ESV is fine, ESV version if you have. TLV is fine. MOUSC is fine. Sorry, I did not prepare her. It was not her fault. Moses said to the whole Israelite community, this is what the Lord has commanded. Keep it going. We're going to be going a couple verses here. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and stood there with him and proclaimed his name, the Lord. Hold on, I think you're in a different... I'm going to skip something here. You're, you're doing fine. I'm going to go down to verse 10. All that talks about all the different things with verse 10. Ready? And all who are what? Skilled among you are to come and make everything the Lord has commanded. That's the key part there. Each and every one of us has a skill. I know someone in here has a really good skill of cooking desserts. He will rename nameless. But you all know who he is, right? What are some of the skills you have? Name a skill. What was that? Sewing. Okay. Organizing. Who said that? All right? I'm taking notes. Okay. No. What else? Auctioneer. Run it. That means she can run her mouth fast. Nursing. There you go. That's a skill. Healing, right? What else? Project management. Project management. Mu who said music? All right. 
What else? Shirai, what? Artist, yep. And soccer player. Very good. Creative. What else? Just loving everybody. That is a skill. Because some of y'all ain't lovable. <laughs> yes. Accounting. Got to keep the beans accounted for, right? What else? Yes. Math. There you go. And a future accountant. Whatever. Terry, did you raise your hand? Chain for the math. What else? Yes. What? Thank you. Caring for the sick. Yes. Hearing for the sick too. <laughs> what else? Building things. See, in this room, I guarantee if we had a, to build something, we have enough people here who have the skills to build it. Who could sew the materials together. We have people who can heal those who hammer their thumb instead of the nail, right? We have the mathematicians to figure out how many blocks we need and all that. See, God was calling the people together to use their skill to build his kingdom. What skill do you have and why aren't you using it? You weren't expecting that one, huh? That, was a, that, that one hurt, right? See, God gives you a skill and you're supposed to use it. If you don't use it, what good is it? You know, I could have been sitting where y'all are. But God said, I'm going to use the skills I've given you to make you a, a rabbi. I didn't want to be a rabbi. Let me make that perfectly clear. But see, God calls us. He doesn't call the qualified. He what? Qualifies the called. I get really worried when people come up to me and say, I don't want, I want to be a rabbi. No, you don't. You do not want to be one. Trust me. Oh, yeah, I do. Oh, no, you don't. And when we start putting them in and the devil starts attacking, a lot of them flee. They can't handle it. Because it's not easy. See, when you start doing God's work, the devil's going to start attacking you because he doesn't like it when you do God's work. But God's given you a skill to build his kingdom. You can almost look at Ikea as God's kingdom. Now, what do I mean by that? Remember that cabinet that your wife tells you that we just have to have? And it looks great online, and you look at it, and then you realize it has 3,700 different parts. The instructions were made from some guy in Sweden. This is a country that's never been in war. How do they know how to make instructions, right? They have a little guy that, you know, in your, you're supposed to follow these pictures, put point A into point B. I'm going to pick on Otis. I was, we were getting stuff together for an, uh, an office we were putting together. And Otis volunteered out of the goodness of his heart, newly retired, to come and help. And what were my instructions to Otis? Very simple instructions. Read the instructions. 
That's all I told. I said, this is easy. Just read the instructions. He put several things together, but he left me one. And he took all these little wooden, those little wooden things and just styled and just stuck them in all the holes because he figured that's how it's done. They're eventually going to go there. Might as well just start with them all, right? But it didn't work that way. So it took me three times as long to build it because we didn't follow instructions, right? We didn't use the skills God gave us to do his work. But let me tell you now, when he did follow God's instructions, when he followed the instructions, he did a great job with it, right? There you go. He'll be taking a bow again in about uh, a couple weeks. Most of you will be booing him then. <laughs> but God's given us a skill, right? But that God's given Otis a great skill. He is the best Haman I've ever seen. He has Haman. Haman isn't as good as him, right? But that's a skill. That's a gift. And he uses it to proclaim God. God wants you to use your gifts even more. The beautiful garments that you see the dancers and the ushers wear are hand sewn by our Rebbitson, Anna. She's a beautiful job. It's her gift. It's a way for us to worship. And the art, yeah. She did many of the, the covers for it. And that's what we have to understand. We have to use our gifts and our talents. And I don't want to hear, well, Rabbi, you never asked me. How many of y'all going to use that excuse? I was never asked. Consider yourself asked. Right? We don't have to ask. If you have a talent, let us know. I don't know all your talents. How many of y'all enjoying the, the daily devotional that's been coming out on the realm? It's great, right? <laughs> Natalie and a couple other people came up with the idea. And she took that and ran with it. She came to me, asked. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You're in charge. Be ready for that. If God gives you the vision for something, guess what he wants you to do with it? He doesn't want me to do it. He wants you to. If he wanted me to do it, he would give me the vision. That's no problem. God gives me stuff all the time to do. But take it. Take ownership. We're doing a trip down to the Holy Land experience. Yay! I'm with you. How did that come about? Kim interrupted my message. Right? She was like, that's a great idea. And I went, yes, it is. You're in charge. <laughs> and her, Tiffany, and Otis are doing a great job getting it together. But that's what it's about. Building his kingdom. Taking ownership. Because when we put, our stuff, when we put that stuff together, man, we're proud of it, aren't we? And God wants us to be proud of his temple. He wants us to be proud of his kingdom.
Because that's what God's calling us to do. To build His kingdom, His place of worship. He's telling us what He wants. All we need to do is one thing that Otis didn't do. Follow His instructions. He's going to give us the skilled workers to do the job. To build the building. We have a vision. To re I have a vision already to redo those front steps. We've already started talking to the county. We just got to get someone to get it in onto paper. I want an area where we can sit and fellowship. Where it's not just running up the steps to get in here because you're late. <clears throat> I can name others, but he's the funnest. Where is he? Is he downstairs? Is he hiding? Oh, there he is. There, right there, man. You got a watch? <laughs> right? We need to be able to come and enjoy and experience it. Lose your skills that God has given you to advance his kingdom. After my message is done, I'm bringing up two young people. We're going to pray over them. These two young people are newly married. And guess what? They're on fire for God. And here's another thing. They're in their 20s and they're on fire for God. We're starting a new group for 20 to 30-year-olds. And Jamal and Tyler are going to be heading them up. I'm excited. I want to see, I want to see activities going on and growth. Because that's what we, we need to pull them in, pull them together. We see, I see a calling on their lives, and you know what? We're going to make it happen. We're going to use the skills God has given them to build His kingdom. When we approached them about it, they weren't afraid. In fact, it was confirmation for them. Because God has already put on your heart what you're to do. This ministry, you don't, you don't realize the number of people we reach with these cameras. And the ministry that's involved with that. You're touching people around the world. Many that don't have a local congregation in their area like we do. And they tune in and they want to feel a part of it. And that's what we're here for to bring it all together, to let them experience what you're experiencing. Because God's kingdom is not four walls. It's the four corners of the earth. And he's calling us to do it. We need to build his kingdom. If you have the gift of teaching, we need to use you with the kids. Of ushering, of greeting of sound, of light. We have so many activities you can be involved in. The nursery. The kitchen. How many of y'all enjoy the food each week? 
That's a ministry. That's a ministry to reach people. For some, it's the best meal they might eat all week. People ask, why don't we charge? You know, other places charge. We could charge. That's not what it's about. That defeats the whole purpose of why we started the lunch. The whole purpose of that is so you could sit with one another and fellowship and talk and learn. That's what it's about. And how do you get people to sit down? You give them food. Plain and simple. You want to get a... You, you watch. We do an event here and we give food. We put food in it. Man, numbers of attendance doubles, right? People like free food, especially when it's good food. And that's why we give it for free. It's a big part of our budget. You know what's amazing now? Every year that budget goes down. Not up. Because every year we budget for a certain amount and we always come in under. Because they're good stewards of what they do too. That shows something. It's a skill. Maybe you can't cook. How many of y'all can clean? Not many hands go up, right? I think maybe y'all like to clean, right? Stuff's got to be cleaned up. We have men in the kitchen that clean up each and every week. That should tell you something. They're using their skills. We have kids in the back, teens, doing the soundboard. Proud of it, right? It's, a, it's great to see. All these things that we're doing are building God's kingdom. And you can take a part of how we're reaching people around the world. I was in Augusta. And a lady came up to me. She came to, the sh to watch the show. She goes, I heard you were going to be on the air. I was watching your sermon and you're, I know you're collecting stuffed animals to take to Israel. And she gave me a stuffed animal to take to Israel. So we're reaching people all over. And that's what it's about. So I want to encourage you, as this scripture encourages you, use your talents. It's not just about giving a tithe. It's about giving of yourself. Because when you take ownership of what's being built, you take pride in it. Our members built this back wall. They put it up stone by stone with liquid nail. That sucker ain't coming down, I'm telling you right now. They went through so much liquid nail, it's not even funny. Our members built the sound booth in the back. It was people who took pride in what they did. One of our members, these were banners, and they made the, the, uh, the solid part around it and made them into to wall hangings. Those were flags, worship flags. It's all part of what God's calling us to do. I want to encourage you. 
Use your skills for God. Don't let them go to waste. He's going to show you what he wants. If God puts something on your heart to do, let's do it. Come to me. Sometimes we say no. Sometimes we're not ready. Doesn't mean it's going to be forever. Many times we say, let's do it. I want to see what's happening. I'm loving Who's doing next week's daily portion? Uh-oh. Natalie's doing it. We're in trouble. Be great. Who's doing it after? Do you have people each week? So she's got people signed up. If you want to do, do you need people to do and to help? If you're interested in writing a daily devotional for a week, that'd be Nally. <laughs> See her? It's a great opportunity. I'm enjoying them. I hope you are too. That's what it's about. It's getting God's nuggets. It's to get, get that word that encourages you that day. When you're praying and seeking the Lord, and he gives you that answer. That's what it's about. So I want to encourage you all. Build God's temple. Use your skills. Don't be afraid. There's a lot that needs to still be done. We have lots of visions. We can get these things done. Help build the kingdom. It's not just with your tithes and offerings. It's with your time and your talent. And that's what God's calling us to do. I want to encourage you. You're part of his kingdom. You're part of the Israelite community, both Jew and Gentile together. They were called to do the work of God. Y'all can build the kingdom. Amen? Amen. Give the Lord a hand. Amen? I want to bow your head and close your eyes. Our Father, we just come before you right now, Lord. And Lord, I ask right now if there's anyone here, anyone watching, that doesn't yet know your Son Yeshua as King of Kings and Lord of Lords, who doesn't understand that we have to give back to you for the, the blessings you've given us, particularly the, our salvation through your son Yeshua. If you've never accepted Yeshua as your Messiah, and you're watching online, the information you see on your screen, you just contact us, and wherever you are around the world, we will contact you and pray with you that prayer of salvation. But if you're here right now in the congregation, and you're ready to say yes to him. All you need to do is raise your hand and we'll say a simple prayer. Is there anyone? Anyone at all? And Abba Father, we just come before you right now. Lord, you know the skills you've given us. Lord, we thank you for that ability. And Lord, we now want to use it to build your kingdom. Lord, guide each one here on how they can get involved using their time and talents. We ask this in your son Yeshua's name. Everyone said, Amen. 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 Give the Lord a hand. Amen.